Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, we're here with reporter and columnist Chris Anderson, who's going to talk to us about his recent project about Steve Bannon. Chris, welcome. Who is Steve Bannon? Uh, To me, Steve Bannon, everyone knows who Steve Bannon is by now with his association with President Trump and his position inside the White House. Uh, But Steve Bannon's a pretty diverse um, person, and to me, he's probably one of the more intriguing political personalities of the last half century, if you really ask me, because he, he, he was someone who no one had ever heard of, uh, and, he, and he got to the top of the White House. I mean, he was being called the, you know, the second most powerful man in the world at one point. Uh, but but uh, Steve has been involved in a lot of different things. He was a, a Harvard Business School graduate. He, he was a Sack, uh, Goldman Sachs uh, a banker. He's had his hands in a lot of different uh, areas. Uh, and at one point, he became uh, involved in conservative uh, documentary filmmaking. Um, and uh, uh, that's, that's where his political uh, uh, ideas really took, took hold. And I think around 2011 or so, he became uh, involved with Andrew Breitbart. And when Andrew Breitbart died, uh, Bannon took over the Breitbart uh, um, website in, media in, in, in the media empire, correct, and uh, that's where he really started making a splash. Uh, you know, as far as uh, politics went. Who's Andy Bottolato? Well, Andrew Bottolato is a graduate of Cardinal Mooney High School, and he's been heavily involved in business for quite a few number of years. Um, but also, Mr. Bottolato uh, has a pretty uh, questionable history, a background um, of alleged um, uh, sexual assault, of um, involvement with uh, business involvement with uh, uh, people who have been convicted of stock fraud. Has he ever been charged with a crime? He's never been charged with a crime. That's a very important, to, a very important point to make here. Um, but he's uh, he's had uh, business dealings with a. Uh, company that was uh, uh, described as a money money laundering hub, an offshore money laundering hub. Described by whom? Uh, the Justice uh, Justice Department. Um, he he has uh, had an encounter with an uh, alleged mobster, uh, which led to him, which led to Andy Battalotto wearing a wire for the FBI. So he he's had a a pretty. Uh, Pretty interesting past, to say the least. And what is the relationship between Bannon and Bottolato? Well, it, it started out as business, and I'm not quite sure how they were introduced, but they go back about 15 years or so. They go back to about 2003, or yeah, somewhere around 2003, 2002, and it was just business. Um, they were in, they, it was penny stock uh, companies. And they were involved together uh, w- with two or three uh, penny stock uh, operations, and one was called Sinafresh, 
a nasal spray um, company based in Inglewood, Inglewood, Florida. Uh, and it was really a promising deal. Uh, Ed McMahon was a spokesman, and they were going to be in Walmart, and um, it looked like a pretty good company. And it turned into be a big, uh, big uh, ha- hassle in court. It, the, uh, they had court battles that went on for years. Uh, the the CEO of the company um, was at odds with Andy Badalato, and Steve Bannon was a board member. And the CEO of the company was trying to get Bannon to investigate uh, what was going on with Badalato, and apparently Bannon wouldn't. And it was just a big rift between between these guys but it also at that point it kind of uh illustrated uh you know an allegiance between bannon and Battelotto. so it, it goes back a long ways but over the years what's interesting um they kind of parted ways for you know several years but they'd always get back together they would get back together um Battelotto did some work for breitbart bannon uh produced several conservative films that ba- uh, Battelotto was part of um so they've always had this 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 connection it seems like they always end up back together again um which you know is kind of the basis for my story why is the date august 19 2016 so important that's a very important date because again it, it goes back to my point that they always end up back together basically what happened on that day was it was actually it was the week and uh, the week of uh, August uh, 2016, middle of August 2016. Um, but Steve Bannon was looking for a place to declare as a residence in Florida for some reason, and what reason, I'm not sure. But he used Andy Badalato's address on a voter registration form in Sarasota County. He listed Badalato's address. Um and that was two days after he became Trump's campaign manager. So he took over the campaign on August 17th, and he registered to live at Badalato's house on Casey Key Road two days later. And it'd be, it'd be, pretty, it'd be pretty kind of a stretch to think that, the, that President Trump would allow Steve Bannon to run his campaign from Sarasota County. It's possible, I guess, but Trump's campaign headquarters were in Trump Tower in in Midtown Manhattan. So how much, realistically, Steve Bannon spent, how much time he spent in Sarasota County, uh, to say it was much is kind of a stretch. Um, And that's what's interesting here is, is, is this address. Why Steve Bannon used Andy Badalato's address uh, as as his residence is is a very interesting point, and it's explained well in your series. Yes, it's explained well. It it it, which probably leads to your next question. I'm assuming. Right. And let's talk about the security clearance issue. Well, here's where the address comes into play. Uh, now, Steve Bannon, as a, re- it's pretty safe to say, and books have been written about this too. It's pretty safe to say that Donald Trump would not be elected president were it not for Steve Bannon. I think everyone's in agreement uh, of that. Uh, when when Bannon took over the when Bannon took over the campaign, Trump was losing almost double digits in almost every poll to Hillary Clinton, and Bannon worked some magic and did a lot of things, and Trump wound up elected president. 
And as a reward, Bannon became Trump's uh, chief strategist. Uh, very high profile, but very powerful. Uh, and he was also at one point placed on the National Security Council, which as you well know, and you can explain it just as well as I could, but that uh, that's the big leagues. I mean, yeah. you're making every major decision. Steve Bannon would have input on every major decision. As Access far as- to the most secret intelligence. Correct. And any 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 issue with national security, there's only so many people on the on the Security Council, and he happened to be one of them. And to be on the Security Council, you have to have top secret, just as as you mentioned, Lee, top secret clearance of the highest level. I mean, this is it. Uh, now, to get this, to get top secret security clearance, you have to fill out a form, and there's a process that goes with this. It's a very exhaustive, thorough process. The FBI checks out your form, they interview you, they interview people you've been associated with. They, you know, this isn't, this isn't just some uh, minimum wage job they're checking in your background. I mean, this is as thorough as it gets. Well, one of the, one of the, thing, one of the um, things you're supposed to put down on your security clearance form, uh, you're supposed to list your past 10 addresses. Now, um, that means Bannon would have had to have listed Battelato's address. Since he claimed it on the voter registration form. Since he claimed form. it on the voter registration form. Now, had he listed the address, that would have allowed the FBI to check into the, to the, the relationship Steve Bannon had with Andy Battelato. And it would be up to them to decide if this is problematic. And that relationship could have raised questions. The re- relationship could have raised questions, but... You know, the, at least then the FBI would have had Battelato's name, and they could have gone in whatever direction they chose to. They could have they could have investigated this, and maybe they discovered that they were uncomfortable with the relationship, and maybe they would have recommended that Steve Bannon did not get security clearance. Now, did 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 uh, did Steve Bannon put that address on his form? I don't know. You tried to get the form. Uh, well, I try. Well, it's not public record, so it's very hard to get. Uh, and, and quite honestly, it's very possible that he did. In all fairness, he he very he may very well have put the address down. Had he done that, then that could call into question the FBI's um, uh, what the FBI the, the diligence they, they their background investigation right. Be, and, and 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 again, maybe it's possible uh, Steve Bannon put the address down. The FBI checked out the relationship, and they were fine with it. But it would seem kind of unlikely. I mean, they, they would have to have questions about this. Well, I, I know most of those will be answered in your story. How long have you been reporting this story? Oh, eight months, probably. Eight, nine months. Because a lot of... Um, the, where, where this started, actually, was... Um, when you look at someone like Steve Bannon and the position that he was in... Uh, this guy, he, Steve Bannon was making, he, he was having uh, input on a lot of important issues with this country. And he wasn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't go through the, the, a Senate confirmation hearing process, uh, which, you know, a lot of questions would have been asked of him Correct. had he done that. But Steve Bannon was, was having input um, on a lot of important issues. And you would have to say, well, what would, you know, what gives me confidence in your judgment? To, to have this input, um, this would be an issue. Correct. Uh, 
you know, your, your background would be an issue. The, 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 the judgment you've made in your past, the, the past associations you've had, it's all part of judgment. That's where the story started out. How sound was Steve Bannon's judgment, and how sound was the president's judgment for selecting Steve Bannon? That's where it began. We'll leave it there. You can see the, read the whole story at heraldtribune.com. Thank you. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.